Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Headstock with me, Lane Pringle-Schwitter, the podcast where we talk to C-level executives, leaders of institutions and heads of multinationals. What are the current topics they talk? We listen. My guest today is an experienced business leader and a savvy investor with a strong entrepreneurial spirit and has extensive experience in trading, investment and merchant banking and corporate governance. We continue the fintech series on Hez Talk with a conversation about, among other things, alternative assets and next generation financial products. A very interesting conversation awaits my listeners on Hez Talk today. But before we get into that, here is a brief message. This episode is sponsored by Eurus. Eurus Private Capital Forum is transitioning online with on-demand sessions offering attendees the utmost flexibility to access industry-specific content and deals on their terms. Launching this coming February, Eurus 2022 will bring together 100 speakers from across Europe over a broad agenda covering private equity, venture capital, real estate and private debt. For details, visit www.eurusforum.org. Talk podcast with your host Elaine Pringle Schwitter. Philip Nagali is the co-founder and CEO of Gen2, the creator of next generation financial products, providing innovative securitization as a service. He also sits on a number of boards to include Gen2, Gen2 Digital, and SAS Security Agent Services. Prior to this, and in 2014, Philip was appointed the CEO, managing partner, and vice president of the board for Fortsman and Co. USA, a financial institution that builds partnerships and value change together with industry leaders, philanthropists and government and non-governmental organization to support entrepreneurs. Having worked across the globe in Asia, USA, and of course, Europe for over three decades as a seasoned investment banker, Philip not only brings his strategic leadership, innovative skills and global prowess, but also his well-heeled network of financial institutions and investment funds to his current role. Let's have a conversation now. So without further ado, I'd like to welcome Philip to Heads Talk. Delighted to have you here today. Thank you very much, Elaine. Very much appreciated um, that I can contribute to this podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Excellent. Um, I'm excited about this conversation today as we have had a preliminary discussion before the recording of this episode, and, and that provided me with a lot of interesting topics to talk about in your space. I want to concentrate on what's currently happening and some of the things you are doing and or plan to do in the near future. So let's get right into it with this, your organization, the beginnings of Gen 2. Let's talk about that. How did that start? What do you do uh, and what is your USP? Well, Gen 2 started about four years ago. And our purpose is actually to expand the investment universe together with our clients and partners. Mm -hmm. We make all assets bankable. So what is currently happening in the investment universe and and how are you expanding it in Gen2? Well, lots is going on. Um, I mean, uh, we provide our clients actually with wide label platforms so they can really lift a true diversification of their assets Mm -hmm. and um, their investment portfolios. So um, we not only help them to make all assets bankable by 
wrapping them in Swiss securities. Mm -hmm. um, at one point, most probably, we will also help them to wrap them in tokens or whatsoever. Mm -hmm. But um, we actually really try to thrive the ecosystem with our clients. So investment opportunities um, uh, really emerge from mm -hmm. new asset classes. All right, let's continue with this, uh, with this question, which covers the sort of the current moves in asset allocation. It's all about diversity now. What are the advantages of this new diversity in portfolios? And, and what are the underlying solutions that encourages this? Yeah, I mean, um, diversification is paramount to all portfolios, yeah. Um, I think uh, since the money market um, went sort of a bit stale, I think uh, there was a lot of need for new asset classes and, and diversification of investors. So with that, the consolidation of these assets is also important. And um, by basically bringing those assets into tradable, transferable securities, even liquid securities, um, that usually helps, of course, the asset manager, the bank, and uh, as well, uh, the investor. Hmm. And reflects in, in positive results in terms of performance and, and so on. Right. Let, let's sort of um, talk about um, alternative assets now in, in sort of in greater detail. What are, first, firstly, what are some of the the obscure ones, the alternative assets that you have encountered in Gen 2? Well, there are certainly many. But uh, for example, currently we're working on um, a certificate uh, to invest in real estate in the metaverse. I think mm -hmm. we can talk a bit more about that. Uh, that's quite exciting. Mm -hmm. um, we created investment products on art, wine, gaming, music, music rights, mm -hmm. but also ships, airplanes, and of course, lots of private equity, Lots of private debt, uh, lots of financing for 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 venture uh, capitalists uh, or new endeavors or or as I said, new asset classes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, what would you say has been the, sort of the craziest investment idea that has been presented to you and has turned out not to be so crazy as initially <laughs> thought? In fact, you can convert this into this concept into a viable product. Yeah, uh, one I liked uh, was actually the example of a friend of mine, um, mm -hmm. which uh, was a Goldman Sachs banker and started uh, his own farm in Latin America. And, um, and he, um, he uh, had, the, had the idea of making a cattle farm investable. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, he called it from grass to cash. And, um, and sort of interesting how... Um, how you um, so they see that use case grow, these, mm. this cattle farm grow, um, the cattle, of course, uh, they gain <laughs> half 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 a, a kilo a day, and um, and so it's quite interesting. And, and in the realization of that project, I, I, I think we found out a lot of things um, like um, that that so to say um, can help also. Mm -hmm. The, these projects, uh, these farms, and we also found out that we could make even uh, that in a mixture of the investment opportunity into the farm and with a mixture of, of actually a, 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 a CO2 certificate that we could almost make this a CO2 neutral, um, so to say, endeavor, yeah. which is uh, quite interesting. I like that a lot to, to make that improvement in, on that, on that yeah. study. That's quite interesting. I mean, we could almost have an, an episode of the, the podcast solely 
on things like that. And and I yeah. and I think I think for my listeners, actually, I think for my listeners would like to hear you talk about some of the many use cases you have on your books. There was a recent Gen 2 article on how it's impacting the music business for one. Um, that's an interesting use case, the one with Gen 2 in partnership with um, Stapleton. And I was wondering what are the uh, you know, fascinating use cases you could share on this episode, obviously within the realms um, of the solution that Gen 2 provides, perhaps we should categorize them into uh, public, private, and later digital assets. First, public. Please provide my listeners with an example use case and, and perhaps tell us why you selected this one. Sure. On, on the public market side, I mean, you have many uh, asset managers that want to develop their own strategy, new strategies, uh, want to experiment and find new ways of maybe applying auto trading and other things. And on the public market side, uh, we not only build uh, an AMC platform, an active managed uh, certificate platform for uh, brokers like Interactive Broker uh, and, and other big ones uh, that give the traders, the asset managers, more opportunities to actually execute on their strategy, maybe mm -hmm. even high frequency mm -hmm. strategy. Uh, we also um, had uh, fantastic um, products like based on neuroscience and, and, and so on, which uses methodologies that were actually developed here in Zurich at the, at the ETH, at the university, which is quite famous. So, so that's quite uh, exciting. Right. Um, yeah. on, on the private side, uh, we also uh, formed many, many uh, certificates on, on and financing for private equities and startups and venture capital, as I said. For example, a famous client of us, Stapleton, mm -hmm. um, they, they build an alternative marketplace actually with our solution of making products bankable. They actually uh, put together a whole marketplace of mm -hmm. many different, uh, really exciting investment opportunities. For example, a tracker on SpaceX, a tracker on Revolut, other pre-IPO and IPO shares. So, mm -hmm. so that's quite interesting. Right, and, and digital assets. Yeah, on the digital asset side, I mean, you know that in Switzerland, we had the first two crypto banks, Seba mm -hmm. and Signum. And uh, we also have other banks that, that are quite familiar and uh, in, with the space and uh, are doing great work there. Yeah. So um, for, for example, for Seba, uh, we build uh, also an active managed uh, certificate platform. We, right. we, we build uh, the, some of their financial products, uh, including the ETP uh, we, we put together uh, with them, for them, for their offering, for their clients, for investors. And, and uh, we also built a, a, an active managed certificate platform together with Incor and mm. Kraken, the Kraken mm. exchange. So, so that's quite interesting. But in the digital space, we also did certificates on crypto mining or DeFi. And, and as I just told you, now we're building, for example, uh, more and more products um, that lead investors into the metaverse. And, and, yeah. uh, and, and I think uh, soon enough, there will be... Uh, there will be a product on, on, on real estate in the metaverse for, for institutional investors. All right, so I'm, I'm quite glad I've asked that question and, and throw that in about the use cases. As I did say, we could actually have an episode that solely concentrates on that. But um, just out of curiosity, how does Gen2 Digital fit into all of this? 
Gen2 Digital is actually a joint venture of Gen2 with um, very uh, great people in the in the crypto mm -hmm. valley here in in Switzerland in Souk. Mm -hmm. um, uh, some of the main uh, drivers of that ecosystem there, uh, um, actually in Okta AG and, and CVVC, Crypto mm -hmm. Valley Venture Capital. Um, and um, we formed Chanto Digital actually together to really uh, bring one of the best offerings for institutional investors to market to invest into digital assets. So we can wrap all sorts of digital assets into uh, tradable Swiss securities, um, but of course, uh, find also other ways uh, of access for institutional investors into the digital space. Mm, okay, right. And, and that question kind of nicely leads me on to the, the next topic for discussion. This is about the, the future developments. And I, I'd like you, Philip, to hypothesize and talk about where we are going with this. So, so what are your future predictions? Um, you talked about the metaverse, um, NFTs, um, securitization, which is what you're all about. Um, you know, the floor's yours. Speak, speak to my listeners. Sure. I mean, the digital asset space is, is, is certainly finding more and more adaption. So that's why I, I could clearly say that uh, the whole metaverse uh, mm -hmm. universe, <laughs> the whole metaverse <laughs> has to be financed and built, uh, so to say. So, so you see just there what what what, what the potential is. Um, mm. But then also the whole DeFi space, I think, offers wonderful opportunities for investors, mm -hmm. uh, especially also institutional investors, with, mm -hmm. which maybe has a bit more a bit more risk capital. Mm -hmm. uh, a bit better understanding as well of, of the risks involved and and for that i think that that is a lot of 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 uh, that holds a lot of the future elements there mm -hmm. but then of course the the nft space um is is very interesting uh and, and strongly connected with the met with the metaverse mm -hmm. and uh, but then also lots of other areas i mean i think the private market as well is 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 still booming there is still a lot of demand for real assets or 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 securities that are backed by real assets and 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 actually help to also deleverage uh, the risk factors in in the in the sector and with that i think the, there are endless opportunities for new marketplaces for universal marketplaces uh, of all sorts of assets and, and and as you say the, the private market is very Point. Um, you mentioned uh, real estate earlier. Do you want to sort of elaborate on that? Well, I mean, we did a lot of real estate financing um, for projects like hotel uh, building projects, for example, and and of course commercial buildings, and, mm -hmm. uh, shopping malls, and so on. So, so there is a lot going on in that space. I mean, it's still one of the let's say safest yes uh, asset classes so to say and mm -hmm. and and with with that i think um, there is still a lot of projects that uh, that uh, can be done in that space mm -hmm. and um, and on the other side you also see that real estate is getting tokenized and yeah. and, and 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 so to say made transferable and and, and mm -hmm. to be to be so to say divided and split up uh, in, into into tokens so so with that, I think there are lots of opportunities in, in that particular space as well. But as I said, 
there are many, many uh, opportunities out there. And I think many, many projects have, um, have great potential for return. Yes. And, and I think we will continue to, to see that. Yeah, I agree with you. This is an exciting hot topic. And I, I'm sort of like constantly reading on and in this space. And it's just interesting times ahead with this one, with the metaverse. It's very interesting times ahead. Now, now, I would like you to briefly talk about Asset Rush. Um, we talked about this in our preliminary discussions. Um, bravo to you on the work that you're doing there. So, so for my listeners, what is it and what is the Asset Rush movement all about? Yeah, Asset Rush was actually about discovering new assets um, and bring them to market. And, and today it's basically a, a, a gathering, a meeting, an event um, here in, taking place in Zurich, but mm -hmm. we will take that from Zurich to Geneva and also international, um, which brings, basically brings innovators and investors together. Um, they, they exchange on, on the latest ideas and latest products um, and get involved and, mm -hmm. and create the future of finance, as we like to say, mm -hmm. um, with a lot of aspiration for assets. Yeah. All right. So do, do you want to tell my listeners about your, your very own interview series and how they can tune in? I've listened to a few of them and I find it quite fascinating. And I do urge my listeners to do tune in and have a listen to some of the um, guests that appear on Philip's um, Asset Rush interview series. P please tell my listeners all about that. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, well, AssetRush.com is the online format of the Asset Rush events uh, or of the Asset Rushes. And, um, and there it's mainly about first-hand information from innovators in finance. Um, uh, I invite them for interviews. You can also see their presentation on stage at the live events. Mm -hmm. Maybe also some other contributions, and we will add a lot more to that to that uh, to these segments. Um, and yeah, it's about first-hand information from these innovators. It's about learning from their successes and mistakes, and uh, yeah. and and and, and uh, basically see new trends um, that 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 form, and uh, and will certainly uh, define the future of finance. So it's it's an interview series. I've seen it on LinkedIn. I've listened to one of the videos. Is it an actual podcast that they could actually subscribe to? It's not a podcast at the moment. It's a video podcast, so to say that we mm -hmm. record, but mm -hmm. or stream on the website uh, for now. Mm -hmm. um, we will certainly make more moves there as we go along, mm -hmm. and um, certainly produce a lot more on that side uh, going forward. Yeah. With the right. community growing, mm -hmm. we have now somewhat 2,000 uh, subscribers in mm -hmm. that community. So we still have a long way to go, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, we're getting there. Okay, excellent, excellent. Right, so this final question is asked to all of the guests on the FinTech series. It's a two-part question. The first is, what is the app that you cannot do without in the FinTech world and why? Well, I must still say, I think that LinkedIn uh, and Twitter, actually, but I, I'm more of a LinkedIn user, um, offers great, great ways to communicate and offers great ways to connect and interact with each other. So I could not live without LinkedIn um, or, or do my business without it um, just Would now. Would you call it a fintech app? Well, it's not really a fintech app, as you 
uh, that that's actually right. That's more for for the social media part and the communication. Oh, I, thought, I thought you were going to divulge some information that you know that <laughs> it was moving. No, I, about, I, right? I, 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 I thought I got an exclusive was, here, Philip. <laughs> then you said app. I couldn't live without. I was I was, I was falling right into that. But yeah, um, I, I thought you. I thought I had an exclusive here. <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, but yeah, I uh, I like uh, I like Revolut. Um, yeah. I think. Um, they're doing an amazing job, and uh, and uh, I must say uh, I I really like uh, the 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 UX and uh, and yeah. also the abilities on there. So mm -hmm. yeah, I would say okay. that's well, the there, for now. There is a there is a part two to this question, and yes. I, I like I particularly like this question as well, especially for the series because we just get some different fantastic answers. Yeah. So I'm I'm holding you to that there. So what is the solution that you think? Is yet to be developed, but sits firmly within the fintech world once available. Uh, as I said, I think I will come back to what I what I said previously: a universal marketplace for all assets. I think people want to want to talk, um, invest, and uh, and care about their assets uh, a lot more. And um, I think that belongs on a on a uh, into a universal uh, marketplace. All right. Uh, Philip Nagley, it's been a delightful conversation. Many thanks for your time and insights. Elaine, thank you very much. Great speaking okay. to you. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of Heads Talk. Don't forget to subscribe to the show via my website, elainepringle.com forward slash Heads Talk, wherever you get your podcasts. Finally, I'd like to thank our sponsors, guests, and you for helping to make the show possible. Please join me next time where I'll be featuring more executives, C-suite leaders and heads of multinationals. Heads Talk podcast with your host Elaine Pringle-Schwitter.